stop smoking, control your eating, abstain from alcohol, start jogging, learn a foreign language, and master the guitar all at the same time, and you just can't do it. Every single one of them ends up in failure. Well, I've got a secret weapon for you today that's going to change your life. I know, sounds like a lofty promise, and it is, but you'll enjoy this, and it'll work. It's next. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. This podcast is about changing the world around you by first changing the world within you. Each episode lasts less than 20 minutes and is published every weekday. My passion is to share what I've learned about personal development while remaining humble and open about the fact that just like you, I often struggle and occasionally fail. I'm real, raw, and ready to reach beyond my grasp. I hope you'll come along with me. Thank you to you, hopefully, for helping me out. I really need your help on something that's very important, and you are uniquely qualified to help out. You listen to this show, so you know what's important about this show. I'm thinking about making some changes, and I'm going to do them if you don't speak up, and I don't want to lose you because you're important to me. So I need your opinion on whether I should make these changes. It will take you, I promise, less than five minutes probably less than three, maybe less than two minutes to give me this input. All you need to do is go into your phone or go onto your computer and go to pdesmondadams.com. A little survey will pop up. I think it's four or five questions. I should really find out whether it was four or five. I can't remember now. I think it's it's really two big questions. The rest are optional. One's most important, but I need your opinion on something and it will shape the future of this podcast. And I don't want to lose you if I choose the wrong thing. So I need your opinion. Go to pdesmondams.com and let me know what you think. Okay, I admit it. I'm obviously consumed with consuming Jay Papasan's book, The One Thing. Yes, I'm still listening to it. Yes, it's still inspiring new podcast episodes for me. And this is one of them. But I promise you, this one was like, wow, because it challenged me so much. You know me, I'm all about self-discipline. I realized several years ago, this I just had this epiphany that, you know what the secret is to success? Self-discipline. Everybody I know who's successful at virtually anything has self-discipline in that area, whether it's physical fitness, whether it's uh, learning something, scholastic, academic stuff, whether it's business stuff, no matter what it is, it's self-discipline. The key to success in life is self-discipline. Well, in the one thing, we got to the chapter, I think it's chapter seven, Jay Papasan's talking about, yeah, self-discipline is not really the key. What? Oh, okay, this challenged me. And once he started to explain, I realized, no, self-discipline still is the key, but it's not, and, and the way he explains this is so great. It's not just about pushing all the way through from the beginning to the end with self-discipline. His thing is you need enough self-discipline in order to form a habit. And that's all you need. Once something becomes a habit, the amount of self-discipline that's required to sustain it virtually vanishes. It goes away. Once something becomes a habit, even bad habits that you didn't want to start. How many people are hooked on drugs that they did not want to become hooked on and now they just do it whether they like it or not, because it's become this habit. Now there's some chemical, I understand that. But there are some things that we do out of habit that 
are, we just don't even think about it anymore. Well, this was huge for me, and I think you're going to really, really enjoy this. And honestly, finding this in the book, The One Thing by Jay Popson, it was like finding this vein of gold and then following it all the way through to this abundance of wisdom and All right, let me paint this picture for you. I'm going to give you one year to master five things and turn those things into habits, okay? One year, you've got one year, 365 days to turn these five things into habits. Daily exercise, daily meditation, healthy eating, learning a new language, and learning a musical instrument. Now, I say those things because those are all things that have been on my goal sheet in the past or or are currently and and maybe they're not for you, but at, figure out the five for you. Most people, when given that task, will immediately go to work, planning their day to make sure, okay, I got to make sure I have about 30 minutes a day. I Probably the best thing for me to schedule for learning a musical instrument. I got to do at least 30 minutes a day for that. And then uh, learning a new language. Let's say I put in a, a half hour for that. Okay, so I need an hour for those two things. Daily exercise, probably if you include getting ready, taking a shower afterwards, at least 45 minutes to an hour. So now I've got two hours a day I need to work on. And then daily meditation, maybe 15 minutes with that, two hours, 15 minutes. And then healthy eating is going to have to go through the day. Maybe I'll have to spend more time shopping and researching some recipes and things like that. Okay, I got my day set. Let's go. That's what most people do. And maybe that's what you were thinking would do. And you end up failing on all five things. Now, maybe you get lucky and you get one of them that becomes a habit and you really change it. But when you're trying to do all five things at one time, you are so overtaxing your mind that you just can't do it. And you end up failing at all five of them. We end up not just physically exhausted, but mentally exhausted at the end of the day. And in the book, The One Thing, Jay Papasan talks about how there's been a lot of studies done when people are tasked mentally with something, they become really exhausted and their willpower drops tremendously. I'll give you a quick, and I hope I get this right, a quick study that he references. Some people in a group were given a two-digit number to remember and other people were given a seven-digit number to remember. And then they had to go into another room, cross through a hallway, into another room, and then were tested on how well they remembered that number. In the hallway, they were asked if they would like a snack in the meantime. They were offered either a fruit cup of nutritious fresh fruit in that, or a piece of chocolate cake. They found, and i got to remember, I think it was a two-to-one difference. The people who had to remember the seven-digit number were twice as likely to take the cake as the ones who had to remember the two-digit number because mentally we're exhausted and our willpower drops. We know what's best for us, but we when you got to remember a seven-digit number and it's not your zip code or your phone number, it's just a random set of numbers, you, you sat there in that room trying to, okay, I'm going to remember this seven-digit number, 4782964, right? And then 4782964, 4782964. And then, hey, would you like a piece of, oh, man, and the twice, I think the number was twice as likely. It was profound either way because their willpower dropped. When you mentally tax yourself, your willpower to do what you know is right decreases. The process of learning new habits or memorizing something like a seven-digit number 
uses so much of the available energy in our prefrontal cortex where all that stuff happens. We're completely tapped out. We're tapping it out by trying to learn a musical instrument. Now we want our brain to spend the next half hour trying to learn a new language. And now we're trying to use the next 15 minutes to quiet our mind and meditate. And now we're trying to learn, implement this habit of new exercise, daily exercise. And by, by, by the time we get to the third or fourth, second item, even sometimes we're so exhausted mentally that we don't have the willpower to see it through within a couple of months. We're so distracted and slowly we're letting all of our new disciplines die off. Now let's look at the new approach that is shared by Jay in his book that's going to change your life. So you got to learn five things in one one year. Well, a study published by a health psychology researcher, Philippa Lali, I believe it is. Oh, anyway, it was whoever it is. You don't really care their name, but it was in a European, the European Journal of Social Psychology. So uh, a respected trade or medical journal or professional journal. And they showed that the average time to form a new habit, the average time, 66 days. That takes into consideration some of the simpler habits, like maybe I'm going to start every day with drinking a glass of water. It doesn't really take much unless you hate water, but for most people, it doesn't really take much. That might have happened in less than 66 days. But they are also taking in consideration more difficult habits, maybe like learning to implement daily exercise. At least, maybe, maybe it's the least difficult for you, one of the more difficult ones for me. It averaged 66 days. So what if you forgot the other four habits I gave you to learn in the next year and you've just focused on the one that you thought would make take the longest and make the biggest difference? Using that Pareto thing I talked about in yesterday's episode, maybe it was learning a musical instrument. If each of the new desired habits takes an average of 66 days to learn, it'll take you, again, on average, 330 days to integrate all five habits. That even leaves you a buffer of 35 days of wiggle room in case you, you need to, one of them takes longer than, than the rest. So you focus on one habit and just use all that energy, mental energy, focus on that one habit and get it to the point where no longer does it take self-discipline, but maybe it's learning a new language and you're using, I love this app called Duolingo. It's great. It's free on most smartphones. I think it's, I know it's on the iPhone. What if you spent the next 66 days making that a habit Every morning at a specific time, you open Duolingo and you learned this new language for 66 days. And each day it becomes progressively less and less taxing on you mentally until you're just doing it without even thinking about it. You don't think about, oh, yeah, that's right. I got to brush my teeth. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got to put deodorant on. It's a habit. You've done it for so long. You don't have to have a checklist. You don't have a checklist on your bathroom door that says brush teeth, wash hair put deodorant on. (laughs) You just know it's habit. You do those things. Well, what if one of your habits became over the six, six days to open up Duolingo and learn another language? Maybe it's for me. I'd love to learn the guitar. I've talked about this before and, and I've struggled with it because I don't follow through with it. Well, it's because I'm trying to follow through with it while I'm launching a podcast and trying to shoot some videos and create a product and promote things and build a business and do all these things and impact lives and make a difference. And so it becomes, Oh, Okay, well, I'm not going to practice the guitar today because I got to do record a new podcast. What if you just focused on that one thing and used all of your self-discipline, all of your willpower until that became a habit? Then the amount of willpower it takes is greatly reduced. It'll still take some. And then you can add in the next big thing. 
that's why so many people, so many of us, myself included, are failing at so much of what we want to accomplish in life. We're trying to do all of it at once. Pick the one thing that's most important to your success. Drop the others. Stay focused on the one thing. There's that book again, right? The one thing. Until it's a habit. Habits take little mental effort. Think about it. Doing what you've always done is even called a mindless task. It takes little mental power. Think about a drive you take every day. Maybe it's a drive to work. How often do you get to work? I mean, think about your drive. Unless you live in Southern California, my San Diego friends, sorry. I know you remember every single morning commute. But for a lot of people, your morning drive, your afternoon drive, maybe your drive to church, your drive to to the park, whatever, you just, it's mindless. You don't even have to think about it because it becomes so routine. It's called mindless because it takes such little mental energy, such little concerted, intentional effort to get done. Take the most important task you need to make a habit and focus on it and it alone. Here's what we're doing. We're spending a lifetime trying to do a bunch of things and we're not accomplishing even 10% of them. We think, well, no, I've got to, I've got to get all of these done right now because they're all urgent. They're all important. No, they're not. If you just focus on the one, then add the next, and add the next. Before you know it, you've got all of them implemented. The alternative is to try to do them all and succeed at none of them, or maybe one if you're lucky. Listen, seriously, you can spend the next year trying to master five new habits, end up frustrated you didn't accomplish any of them, or you can drop four of them for the next 66 days while you master the first one and then be excited in a year when all of them have become mindless habits. So ask yourself today, what one thing are you going to turn into a habit over the next 66 days? This is about self-discipline. That's what this episode's about. But we're exhausting ourselves and tapping out on all of our willpower and self-discipline trying to spread it out across so many different fronts that if we just use all of that willpower in one area until it no longer takes mental effort, then move it over, concentrate it again on the next area until it takes no mental effort, and then move it. You see where I'm going with this. Try it. It's brilliant. And I've got to thank Jay. I'm going to tweet him again, and and he's going to think I'm stalking him. But seriously, you let him know. If you could... Let him know. Go to at P Desmond Adams on Twitter. Go to twitter.com slash P Desmond Adams. You'll see my tweet to Jay and just favorite it or retweet it or something. Let him know that, yeah, you know what? This podcast, you hit it, Jay. And and Desmond shared it and it helped in a big way. So so he didn't think I'm a weirdo. No, no. Hey, one more thing you can do to help me out. Remember, I need your help because I do not want to change this podcast if you, a listener, don't like it. So I want to know what you specifically think. And I realize you may be in the middle of something right now. So you know how to do this survey. Go to pdesmondadams.com. And if you have to do it later when you get to work or home or wherever, please take a moment and answer these two or three survey questions. There's two two of them that are really most important. And then there's three or four I just kind of ask you uh, your opinion on a couple of things, but they're not the critical items. And I just need your opinion. I don't want to make the change without your opinion being considered. Please. PDesmondAdams.com. It'll pop up. You can listen. You can look at it, answer it. It'll take you less than, honestly, it'll take less than 30 seconds probably, but definitely less than a couple minutes. 
Thanks so much. I appreciate you. Share this podcast if you think it's beneficial to somebody else. I really, really appreciate you. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 